You are listening to Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People, the program featuring the news and interests of the African American community. We are back with Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. My name is Lavelle Jackson. Let's just continue talking about Prince. Is this the real Dante Tucson? Yeah, what's left of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm sure there's plenty more. Hey, man, how you doing? Dante, I'm wonderful, man. How about yourself? Hey, it's been a long struggle, man, from having a stroke November 23rd, 2014. Darn near a year to re- uh, get some sense back out of that, and then suffered a foot ulcer that kept me in bed damn near for four and a half months. Oh, man. But I'm recovering. You <laughs> still, you still here. Stronger than strong. Good, man. Been Re- taking my Hulkster vitamin. Well, I don't know about Hulkster, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's good to hear you, man. Uh, Dante, man, I'm calling you, man, because... Uh, uh, with the passing of Prince the other day, I just wanted to talk to some individuals who uh, may have a thought or two about him and his music. And and I'm being a DJ, I'm sure uh, you may have a story or two to share. So, first of all, what was your initial uh, reaction or thought when you heard that he passed away? Shock, <laughs> utter shock. Wasn't it, man? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could not believe that Prince was dead. Said, "What happened? Did somebody shoot him or what?" You know, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that I was, could not believe it. That was uh, that was uh, still recuperating myself from it. I couldn't really function a day or two. But um, man, that you are absolutely right. That was a shock. I think uh, this year has been. Um, a shock. <laughs> a shock for many uh, people in the music industry, fans, and everything. I like we lost Maurice White. Uh, that was a big one for me. Yes, yes. As well, um, uh, Natalie Cole. That was like January one, and so we've uh, David Boyd. Yeah, well, you know when you, when you speak of Natalie Cole, I always tell this story about me him seeing a concert here. Second on mm-hmm. Natalie was on it, and I saw all these nice-looking women walk out on the stage or keyboards. Natalie was right behind me. I did my little introduction. I said, "Miss Natalie Cole," and I pointed towards her keyboard. <laughs> the keyboard is looking at me like I'm not Natalie, and she pointed behind me. <laughs> wow, that's funny. And it was Natalie Cole. Yeah, that was funny. She gave me a big old hug. <laughs> that's good. So, yep. you, so you know, uh, as far as Prince is concerned, uh, and I know you're as a uh, personality when when radio had personalities. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you did you uh, was there anything about Prince that stuck out to you? You know, what made Prince special to you? Look, 
I've enjoyed his music from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I can't recall the cover of the album. I think he was like sitting on a horse. Uh, oh yeah, no shirt on something like that. I said, "Man, he's a little guy." I said, "But his music is good." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, um, but he always seemed well. From what I could tell, he appeared to be extremely nice guy and shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I had seen him. I saw him twice in Sagar. I can't remember the year. Might have been seventy nine, eighty, and eighty. 283 right, right. I missed him when he came here, you know, in the 2000s. I wasn't here. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah. but, but, that was impressive. He put on, he put on a fantastic show. Awesome show. But as a, yeah. as a DJ, was there any uh, particular song or, or um, project that, you know, that you favored or, or was it just you, his, all of his music, just whatever, what was ever out, that's what you played? You know what? Now you put me on the spot because <laughs> I've been listening to uh, Sirius XM uh, Channel 50 and they've been running all of his available music, you know, and I'm saying to myself, wow, I never heard of that. <laughs> because I said, wow, that's wonderful. But I enjoy all of his music. <laughs> yeah. Even songs like Darling Nicky, you know, since I've had a chance to really <laughs> listen to them. None of his music was offensive to me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? And it's funny that his music was considered uh, really risque and, and, and bold back mm-hmm. then. But nowadays, it's that's rated G music. Right, because <laughs> of some of the stuff that people are listening to now. Does not make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> but Dante, yeah. You now you know when we came, the VAD band came out. Uh, he had a big influence on what we were doing and how we looked and how we sound. So, you know, he was definitely a, um, a major influence on me and uh, the fact that he, his first project uh, for you, I think that was the name of, yeah, that was the name of the album. He played all the instruments and he sang and that was really unheard of for me. I'm sure there probably was guys who've done that back in the day, but for and out my era, and being so young, I think he was like 17 or 18 or something like that. That's right. Uh, yes. And and to, and to have that type of uh, ability, not just the ability, but just the creativeness to uh, work out a record contract way. That's what he he plays all his music and stuff. So. You know, it amazes me, Lavelle. You know, when I think back to well, to the beginning of time when I got into the industry. <laughs> The fact that in order to to do something like what he did, mm-hmm. we had to lay out countless tracks on on tape. I don't even know what you call that stuff now. Somehow or another, go back and try to mix it together. I can imagine him being able to do that at such a young age. Right. Overlapping tracks and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the, what's another interesting thing about that? He was he self taught himself how to do that so, to all of those instruments at such a young age. But anyway, man, he um, I'm you know it's it's kind of uh, dying down to me the shock. But um, I was going through my CDs that I purchased over the years and um, and the albums because you know that's what we had the vinyl and. Right. I haven't even looked through my cassette tapes, 
but I, I realized that wow, but I, I got this much Prince music. Just be, I would buy his projects just because it was him. It didn't really make a difference. I didn't even care how it sounded. I didn't wasn't even listening to it to be judgmental. Or whatever it was, just him, and I purchased it. That's how much of an influence he had on, on me as a as a DJ, as a disc jockey, a radio personality. I'm sure you uh, probably had a lot of calls for his music and. Prince was so hot. If you didn't get three or four calls a night, you know, you know, I I worked overnight, right, most of the time. If you didn't get three or four calls, if I didn't get three or four calls a night for Prince, uh, something was wrong. My phone must have been turned off. <laughs> People always ask for Prince. Well, you talking <laughs> when you talking the door? That was the signs of the time project. So you you talking um, if I was your girlfriend and. Yep. You t yeah, you you talking song "Do Me, Baby," an international lover. See, you you played you you was at night when they wanted to hear the slow jams. That was cool. That was another thing about him too. He could really play all styles of music. You know, it wasn't just rock. It wasn't just R and B. Or it was he played everything. And then uh, he did it when um, you know nowadays we have sequencers and machines that play everything. He played everything. Dante, man, thank you for uh, talking with me today. You uh, was a very big, major part of me coming up back in the day. And, and of course, thank you for all the support over the years. And we're uh, just going to continue. You know I'm performing now with the dramatics. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a beautiful thing right there. That's fantastic. Two homeboys. <laughs> In the same group. Same group, man. And you're not from Motown, you know. And you know that, that, another that another interesting thing too. And I, LJ, I, and LJ was thinking he hadn't even thought about this. They call me LJ too. <laughs> I think I'm you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he said he said, man, you know, I didn't even think about that. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Wait, we, we got L two two LJ, LJ. one LJ two. <laughs> Or LJA, LJB. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he always say he oh. the, he the real deal. He the yeah. Well, you know what? I still play B A D band. Oh man, that's beautiful. Man. I still do. I mean, it still sounds good to me. Hey, that's that. We got all that from Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Yep. Maybe that's why we owe it to him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dante, thank you, man. We'll be uh, looking for your show, listening to you, man. You get better and keep getting better and better. And uh, we right, gonna, uh, listen to your show. Thank you, man. You have a great All day right, now. You too. All right, Take thanks. care.
Hi, I'm Carl Williams. Sunday, May 1st at 3 p.m., the Zeta Gamma Sigma chapter of Phi Beta Sigma will host the NAACP monthly information meetings at Zion Missionary Baptist Church. On May 1st, the United States officially recognizes Law Day. Therefore, the speaker for the monthly meeting will be attorney Alan Crawford. Law Day is a time to reflect on the role of law and its importance for our community. Attorney Crawford will discuss and answer questions regarding federal and state criminal justice reform. Attorney Crawford is a Saginaw-based criminal defense attorney specializing in state and federal crimes. He's a Saginaw native and a graduate of Arthur Hill High School, the University of Michigan, and Howard University School of Law. He was raised with a sense of responsibility for his community by his parents, former Saginaw Mayor Larry and Winnie Crawford. Please join us. And again, the NAACP continues to remind the community voting in 2016 is not an option for us. We are back with Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. My name is Lavelle Jackson. Let's just continue talking about Prince. Okay. So yeah, so you brought the uh, you brought the second show. I brought when he came the second time around. He wanted to do the theater because he wanted a, a he didn't want to do an arena show. He wanted the atmosphere of the theater. Who was all on that second show? Uh. It was Prince, and he brought a, a local group, uh, some group that he was uh, uh, trying to promote. It was a little young group that he was putting together. I don't even remember. Man, it's been so long. I, I had forgot. Was it uh, Maserati? That's who it was. Maserati. I know, because I know that was a group he was trying to, to do something with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was a new group he was trying to uh, get out there. They opened up. And then, then he came on, and he, man, he put on a show. We, me and him sat down and talked for a minute, because he didn't talk to too many people, and then he didn't want to meet a lot of people. He didn't do the meet, greet. He didn't do anything. He said he was going to come to the club and uh, and uh, meet everybody, and he came in the limousine, looked at everybody, and turned around and left. <laughs> I, I just laughed. I laughed. People was like, he didn't come in. No, he just... He's not the type of guy that likes to be around a lot of people, and he was all about the business. When I when I booked him, he was he had changed his name to Symbol. Okay, so that's when uh, that was after yeah, because that was after uh, uh, that was during the the uh, what's the movie was out the Under the Cherry Moon project. Under the Cherry Moon project, and he came out and he he came out. He wanted to do the symbol because what he did, he sent out, he got rid of all the promoters, everybody, because, you know, they was taking money from him. Mm. You know, things wasn't going good with it. I mean, shows was doing good, but, you know, people were, you know, taking money. So back then, he wanted to know everything about the promote. He wanted to know how much money you spent on your advertising, how much the tickets. He wanted to see the box off everything. Back then, he charged me $125,000 for the show. Mm. And tickets was, tickets was $125. 
and the seats way the last three rows of the balcony I'll never forget was was seventy five dollars. We sold out in seven minutes. That's 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 kind of uh, unheard of nowadays because we, we got uh, especially in the theater. Wow, that much! But um, yeah. And I tried my best to convince him to let's do a second show, and he said no. Okay. Do you think you think the second show would have sold out? Yeah, it would have sold out because people were calling. They were calling. People was looking for tickets. People would look, man. I mean, even even the the theater. Uh, wanted to do a second show and they said no. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Snap, is that the uh, so any any other uh, shows besides the ones here in Saginaw that you done with Prince or, or just the ones here? I just did the one here because you know what happened was he was in Minneapolis and I flew down to Minneapolis and met with him and he was getting ready to start this tour. Uh, nothing but theaters all over the country and he said he wanted to start somewhere different and he wanted to come to Saginaw and I met with him and I told him I'd love to do the, do the show and everything and we agreed to it and everything and he wanted his money up front <laughs> I'll never forget that but he was real he was I mean real nice guy real nice guy now you work with uh, I mean so many different artists was there any anything uh, particularly unique about Prince that was maybe from different than any other artist you work with? Well, I mean, Prince was totally different. You know, a lot of artists I work with, they don't mind signing autographs, getting a chance to meet people. Prince was like, no for everything. He was just, he was a different type of guy. Mm-hmm. He was one of the guys that just didn't want to be around a lot of people. And even before the show started, when he was rehearsing, he didn't want anybody uh, in the build, even some of the people were setting up, he, they, they, and the only ones he wanted in there was just the band members rehearsing and stuff. He didn't want nobody sitting in there. You know, sometimes when they rehearse, sometimes people go in there and sit and watch them rehearse. He didn't want No, he didn't want anybody. He was just a different type of guy, but he was all about business, and he took care, and he came out and did the show. The people, man, I mean, he played, and when he sung that Purple Rain, and told them to light the, light the theater up with the lighters, wow. and everybody, you could, you could see, they lit, lit, lit the place up with, uh, <laughs> uh, with the lighters. That's the, that's the show that, uh, that's the closer right there. I, I saw uh, Fantasia, uh, some, not, I didn't see her live, but I saw some video footage of her uh, on uh the uh, social media where she she did a tribute to Prince and she sang uh, Purple Rain and she did it only the only way Fantasia could do it man it was really uh, moving man and uh, when you first heard the news about Prince what 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 uh how did that how did you that know, how did that catch you man it really it surprised me because you know when you hear somebody passed away that you have this business and and you knew him personally not real person like somebody just meeting him. And know he was a good guy, and he took care of it. When I heard it, I couldn't believe it, it was just a shock. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it was just a shock that I just couldn't believe it. Cause like I say, we talked a couple times. Cause he was getting ready to go on tour again, and he was doing little club sets or something. And I tried, I made a couple calls to see what he was doing, 
and I guess uh, one company had it, and they had all the dates locked in. They weren't doing the, he was, he was getting ready to do some club dates or something in small places. Yeah. So you know that was last time. Do you, do you have a uh, you have a favorite Prince song? Uh, I, the song that I really liked that he sung was Little Corvette. Okay. Read the Little Corvette song. Yeah, Little Corvette. Yeah. Is that, is that possible? What's your, that's your favorite album too? The 1999. Yeah, that was the favorite, and the other one was Do Me Baby. Oh yeah, that's my jam. You know when the BAD band was was real popular around town. That was kind of yeah. like our signature song, Do Me Baby, because there wasn't a lot of vocalists around that could sing Prince, and that was one thing that, uh, that's how I got the job singing with B.A.D. Band, because I could sing Prince. Mm -hmm. And uh, right. and I didn't get it, I never met him personally, man. Um, I, I met um, uh, people that worked with him. And Did you ever meet Billy Sparks? I never met Billy Sparks either. Yep, and that that's who that's who turned me on to Prince. When when he first came here the first time, he was in the arena here, Time, Vanity Six, everybody. And I got a chance to meet him and Billy Sparks. Well, I've been knowing Billy Sparks for years because me and Billy Sparks uh, took about ten dates, and we took Time out on tour. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's where I met uh, Time at when they was doing that, and I said, let's take some dates because. Prince was getting ready to go cross seas to do a bunch of dates, and, and time was going to be around here. So I said, let's do some take, some dates, and I think we opened up in Flint at the Whiting Auditorium. All right, I'm talking with Snap, and we're talking about Prince, and uh, uh, a lot of people didn't know, and now they do know that, uh, Snap, you you actually promoted one of Prince's shows here in the, uh, Saginaw, actually the second time he came to Saginaw. And uh, I remember that concert. I remember the first time he came, he was a Roger Troutman, and then the second yes. time it was all the, the you know, the, the Prince Time and Vanity Six, his artists, you know. So uh, being uh, being a Prince fan, uh, definitely from from that's where I kind of got my musical uh, influence, you know, start from, you know, learning Prince songs, singing Prince songs. So, uh, but. Um, it, it was really a tragic uh, day that day when uh, the news came out, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to be in this lifetime, this era, where I got a chance to listen to his mu music and appreciate it. Um, because a lot of these new artists, you know, probably don't as much as, you know, people like our, people like us, who's when, when, when radio and music was a little different back in the day, but... So we uh we got a chance to witness uh, the genius and, and the greatness of Prince, you know. So uh, his legacy his legacy will live on. You got a big show yes, coming up. When is when what date is the, uh, the the show that I have coming is August the sixth. August with, 6th. Uh, the headliner is Raheem Devon right. and Mike Jennings. Yeah. And then we also got the beautiful young lady. Uh, Miss Green, okay. Vivian Green. What is now? I saw there was a sound advice. Is they is that still part of it or? And that's what and sound advice. And we also have Marvin Dixon from Miami. He will host the show. He's one of the hottest comedians out. That's gonna be a great show. I look forward to it. It's gonna be a good show. 
But yeah, if you want to come out, just let me know. We'll take care of you. Come on out, enjoy the show. And, and I'll tell everybody, whoever had a chance to see Prince, he's a legend. And that's something that will always stick in my heart, that the show that he put on, I mean, it's something that you'll never, ever forget. Legendary. In my time, because, you know, you will never see a guy perform like Prince. He, he was not just a performer. He showed, he, he was a class act guy. <laughs> he was, man, that dude was. Uh, so congratulations to you on your, on your success and your shows. And uh, we're looking forward to a great show with uh, Raheem Devon and Life Jennings and Vivian Green. Uh, sound advice. What date is that again? August the 6th, the first Saturday in August. So if you want to come out, just let me know what you need. I want you to come out and be a part of something that I'm trying to do in Saginaw for outside in our community on our side of town that we can do something, let people know that we can have a good time without any trouble, have a good time, and just and, and enjoy each other. All right, Snap. I uh, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Y'all here at Saginaw. You all have an invitation to come to the show. We're looking forward for a sellout. Thank you, man. Thank you. You got me uh, You got me kind of thinking, you know, thinking about Prince and going to go listen to some music. So, Thank you, Snap. Good luck to you. We'll see you around. Appreciate you, man. Just put for your clothes out, put his record on when doves cry. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, now. You take care, Snap. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay. All right. You're listening to Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. My name is Lavelle Jackson. That was Snap from Snap Productions. And we're talking about Prince and how he uh, brought Prince to the this area man a lot of people don't know that but thank you Joyce for uh, Community Connection show I appreciate the time talking to Snap and other guests uh, we lost it we lost the legend so you guys be blessed you're listening to Community Connection community talk for community people I'm Lavelle Jackson I hope you enjoyed the show today. Thanks to all of my guests. And I invite you to tune in again next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. for another sharing of community talk and information. That's Community Talk for Community People next Sunday right here on this station. Thank you to those who make this program possible. My segment producers and interns and the technical guru extraordinaire G.E. Rodfather Robinson. The Community Connections theme song was written by local author, poet, and social activist Asigat Mersha. Today's Community Connections radio magazine was brought to you by the Saginaw branch of the NAACP and its Youth Council, where membership is power, and Evans and Brown's Funeral Home, serving the Saginaw community for almost 150 years. Remember, get connected, be informed, and stay involved. To book a guest on Community Connections, kindly send an email to mcmproductions.cc.com 
at gmail.com. On next Saturday morning at 10 a.m., tune in to check out Saturday at the Oldies with the Rob Father. That's Saturday at the Oldies right here on 107.1 FM. Stay tuned. Up next is the Gospel Lady, Vicki Hill. I'll talk to you next week.